It is 17 minutes before the hour here on the Drive Large Radio Show, and we're pleased to be in studio with our good friend, Coach Jimmy Lozon of the Londonderry Lancers football team. He joins us every Thursday morning at this time for sports in our own backyard. We have a special treat today. Uh, Coach Joe Adam of the St. Anselm Hawks football team will be uh, joining us on the air shortly. I think we have him now. But before we do that, we have to give uh, Coach Jimmy a uh, – they call you Coach Jimmy. What do they call oh, you? Yeah. Coach Lozon. Coach Lozon? <laughs> okay, we'll call him Coach Jimmy. Or just Jimmy. Coach. That's fine, yeah. Okay, maybe we can do the Jimmy Timmy <coughs> thing. Remember we used to do Timmy. Remember that? <laughs> anyway, but uh, I guess – <laughs> we could modify that to Jimmy, couldn't we? <laughs> For those of you who are South Park fans, you, you'll get the reference. I used to love to watch that show. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah, your 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 boys took it to Merrimack, huh? Yeah, so pr- we surprised ourselves a little bit on uh, on how well we played. So it's uh, it's good we we haven't given up a point in two games. So hopefully we can keep that going. All right, so that makes you what five, five and one, five and one. Uh, Out of how win, many how many games so far? We've six. We play nine. Okay, um, that's right. That's, yeah. So nine in the season. So you you're down to the final three. The big stretch Correct. here determines. If we who win this get week, it. we clinch. Really? So, so who are you up against this week? Um, Alvern. 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 How are the Mustangs Broncos. doing? Oh, they, they, they have they must, one win. The Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. You're always close with the. Uh, uh, you know. Hey, listen. I'm in the, the same. Mascots, a, I'm in the same animal league, right? <laughs> always. Yeah. Yeah. So they they're one in five. They're one and five. Yep. All right. So that's a danger for you guys because you know you go into a team that's one and five, and you're five and one. You maybe we can't believe, have a trap game. Can't overlook them. Yeah. Be- believe your uh, your own press about how good you are and how bad they are, and and they might be motivated to be a spoiler because they know they're out of it, but they want to make you. you they're going to make you earn it over them. Absolutely. So I've been warning our guys all week about that, and uh, we'll be ready for anything. We get to play, you know, disciplined football. I'm sure they'll be willing to. You know, fake punt, onside kick, and run reverses, and well, you, toss when you, passes. And when you get stuff. nothing to lose, you play a different game. That's right. So, there you go. Definitely. So, and after Alvern, what's your season? Nashua like? South, and then Salem, and then hopefully oh. the playoffs if we win this week. So, um, those will be those, big games. Yeah, those Nashville are those are very tough opponents. Yeah, gotcha. So, and by, by the way, I mean Central uh, is five and one. Seems to be tearing it up, surprising a lot of people this year. Central's rolling. They're starting to really click on offense. If they can, you know, figure their defense out, they'll be just fine. Yeah, and they've got some tough games coming up though. So I think they beat Bedford and they're in uh, that that last really? game of the year will come down to the, the final playoff spot. Really? So. Well, you know, Bedford seems to be struggling this year. Uh, you know, Goffstown took it to them. What last last, fr- last yeah. Friday night? That was a big win for Goff. Was it twenty one seven? Yeah, I went to that game over on Saturday afternoon yeah. at Goffstown. Yeah, it was packed. So, uh, Goffstown, are they undefeated? Uh, they have one loss against Winnicott. Nine to six. Winnicott's undefeated. Yeah. Um, Salem's undefeated. They're tied for first place right now mm-hmm. in the state. And then uh, uh, Pinkerton and the rest of us. The only two spots that really haven't been settled in the playoffs are the four seed on our end and the four seed on, on that end. So hopefully Central and Londonderry will get there. Hopefully Central and Londonderry will get there. But yeah. uh, So Goffstown's in? or Goffstown should be in, yeah. Now, is Bedford still in the hunt? Because they've lost they a couple are. games. That Bedford-Central game at the last game of the year is going to... That's finalize gonna, that that, that fourth spot. Yep. Yeah, you want to handicap that one? <laughs> I, I, well, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it to myself on who I'm pulling for in that one. <laughs> well, who you're pulling for versus who you think you're gonna is gonna win is gonna be two different things. Yep. Uh, or maybe be two different things. But um, hmm, so interesting, uh, interesting football happenings, huh? Yep. 
All right. So speaking of which, uh, we are joined by St. Anselm coach Joe Adam. He uh, is the leader of the Hawks, and we were talking about them last week a little bit, weren't we? Yes, we were. So, uh, Coach Adam, uh, thanks for being with us here this morning on the Gerard Large Radio Show. Hey, appreciate the chance to talk some football this morning. There you go. How are things on the hill? And if I call, by the way, if I call it the Heights, please forgive me. I'm a Boston College guy. That's where I went to school, and I often confuse the Heights and the Hill because, to me, at my height, especially, they're both tall. So how are things on the hill? <laughs> <laughs> uh, things are going well. Uh, you know, we're, we're not seeing the result we want on the field yet, but uh, uh, we're optimistic and we continue to work hard. Uh, our guys. Um, you know, there's no, there's no quitting them. They continue to fight, and we continue to preach the things that we believe in our program. And um, we're eventually going to break through here. Um, I don't know when it's going to happen. You know, I, I tell them, I tell them that every day. But uh, if they continue to work on the process, uh, we are going to break through, and and we'll finally um, get to where we want to get to. Gotcha. Now, I know. Uh, uh Coach Lozon has got some questions for you. They're all written out in advance because oh, he's prepared like, for yeah, the interview. I like, to, I like to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, I just I just wing it for better force. But I, I I do have um I do have one question for you, and it's based a bit sure. on the conversation that Jimmy and I had last week. Is that it, it almost seems that um it, would it be fair to say that you guys are sort of in a uh, sort of like in a rebuilding year? Because I know there was a lot of confusion about whether or not you were going to stay Division Two, go down to Division Three. I guess it affected your recruiting class. And there's a, you know, there were a lot of challenges that you there as a coach had in recruiting, uh, recruiting a team. Uh, and so is it fair to take a look at St. A's right now with the record that it's got and, and you know, ask the question, well, you know, they're, they're either rebuilding the program or it's like starting from scratch and building anew now that you've figured out where you're going to be and those, those questions are gone. Yeah, that's a, that's entirely accurate. Uh, you know, when we took this over, um, we we pretty much changed everything there is that you can change in a program, and that's that's not to say anything about the the previous staff or administration, but uh, just in the things that we believe. You know, I, I came from a major college football team in the ACC, and I've won national championships at this level here in Division Two. So I I have a good barometer of what it should look like. So, what ACC and, team um, did you play, by the way? Uh, I uh, was the offensive line coach at Syracuse. Syracuse, <laughs> yeah, Syracuse, a, a, a rival of the Eagles. When from back to the Big East yes, days, it is. I didn't realize that Syracuse <laughs> was in the Big East. Was in the ACC now. I thought they were still Big East. Yeah, they're all the old Big East uh, uh, broke up, and uh, and and most of those teams went to the uh, went to the ACC, and and obviously it's a different brand of football there. So, oh yeah, um, but uh, those Big East rivalries were. Uh, Quite, uh, quite fun to watch. <laughs> yes, they were. All right, so you were an offensive line coach in the ACC. You said you were a, you, you've, mm-hmm. you've coached Division II championship team. Uh, which, which team was mm-hmm. that? Grand Valley State in Michigan. Okay, so Grand Valley State, uh, Division II mm-hmm. champ. And so now you were in your first year with St. A's? Yeah, I, I call this year one and a half. You know, when I took over this program, uh, it was in May uh, of last year, so... You know, trying to hire a staff and then put an offense and a defense together uh, is 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 quite a challenge. But um, you know, we got better as the year went on last year, and uh, we graduated some phenomenal players. You know, in that senior class, and this is really my first year with this group. Uh, my first recruiting class, we brought in forty-eight players. So really, 
almost 65% of my roster is first-year players right now. You know, and they span from all over all over the place, uh, from New Hampshire kids to Mass kids to all the way out west to Arizona and, and Memphis, Tennessee. So um, we've been able to do those things just because of the the profile of our college and uh, the job placement. And I mean, who doesn't want to come live in New Hampshire? <laughs> Indeed. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn. I'm just gonna warn you about this guy named Trishiani who's on your staff, and with that, I'll turn it over to Jimmy so he can well, he can get to the questions that he's got for you. Hey, coach, how you doing? Good. How are you doing, coach? Good. Good. Um, I guess my first question was, you know, what's the biggest thing that needs to happen here for the second half of the season to be, you know, to have a different result in the first half? The thing I've been preaching all week is, um, you know, belief and execution. And those are the two things that really need to uh, continue to progress. Uh, our kids have to believe that uh, um, that they can do it. You know, um, when you look at the the past, uh, I try to tell our kids: don't let the past define you. Uh, learn from it. And um, you know, uh, when you have a tough season, uh, it's easy to say and easy to 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 bow your head and say, "Well, you know, it's the same old St. Anselm College, same old season." Well, you know, it's not. And uh, you have a choice to make it that, make it better, or continue to be average. So we just told our guys that the average is not allowed in our program in any part of what we do um, on and off the field. And first, they have to believe. They have to believe in themselves and their teammates. And they have to execute and do their job. And uh, we put our kids in, in good positions to do a job, and, and we fully expect them to do it. Um. So you're the fourth head coach since bringing the program back. I think it was like late 90s is when they brought the program back. Um, you've been other places, mm-hmm. um, as you mentioned, um, other Division two places. So what what's St. Anselm yep. missing right now? That uh, Because I think this is a question that everybody in the state kind of asks. And, of course, I have my own opinions because I've been there. And But what, what is St. A's missing in comparison to those places that you've been been to in the past? Well, just uh, continued resources into our program, you know, and it's it's gotten tremendously better since I took over. I mean, just the transformation from our administration, our athletic director, in our own building. You know, when I when I showed up in our in our building, the uh, the floors were orange and the the doors were gray. You know, and <laughs> our team colors are blue and white for crying out loud. So uh, we've made uh, tremendous uh, progress in that standpoint. Uh, we have a new film room that's. Rivals just as good as anything I've I've ever been in, um, and uh, you know we we got new Nike uh, jerseys and, and uniforms this year, so I was able to make some upgrades after year one. And uh, but it has to continue. You know uh, I'm not uh, here to make cosmetic updates. Uh, we're here to build a program that's sustainable. So it needs continued resource, and that comes from facilities and from the scholarship level. Gotcha. And so the last last question is. Uh you know, for the people on, on the air uh, that are listening, you know, what's your biggest selling point to go to St. Anselm College? Well, one, I think it's a great opportunity um, to come see college football, uh, you know, right here in Manchester. I mean, we have a, a great town. I've, I've fallen in love with it. Uh, it's the first place I've ever bought a home in my coaching life. So uh, it's, uh, it's been great. And, um, you know, to come out and bring your family out for a low-cost uh, opportunity to come out and, and watch great football and uh, and watch a team that scraps. And, and you can definitely tell, because um, I can see on the sideline and I hear, hear from the stands that 
no matter what the score is, we're going to continue to scrap and we're going to play hard and we're going to fly to the ball. And, um, and that's really what we do here. So, um, I would love to see our con- continued, uh, um, community engagement and see our community come out, um, you know, come out for a $5 ticket. You're, you're not going to find any, any more concession stands that are any, any less, uh, uh, less expensive than, than us around, around town here. That's for sure. But it's a great Saturday afternoon, uh, to come out to Grapponi and, uh, and see what uh, what's building on the hilltop. Yeah, so you play right uh, right on campus. Yep, right on campus. We have probably, in my opinion, the nicest stadium here in the Northeast Ten. I would agree. Um, it uh, it's it's right there. Uh, we have field turf. Um, you know, we've had, we've hosted the Chad game the last couple of years. Uh, it's a it's a really great environment. Uh, we have a picnic grove in the back. We have homecoming this weekend, so there'll be a food truck out there. There'll be a Petting zoo in the middle of the campus. I mean, there'll be all kinds of activities and fun stuff to, to happen. And, you know, and that's football. It's, uh, football is, uh, you know, as, as most people look at it, it's not just a game, it's an experience. And, uh, we want, we want people to have a great experience. We want people that are loud and shout and paint their faces and, you know, yell and bring cowbells. And that's what college football atmosphere is supposed to be. <laughs> College football atmosphere is not supposed to be sitting on your hands and being quiet. So uh, that's what I'm used to. I mean, you know, coming from Syracuse, playing a game in Death Valley at Clemson, um, you know, those are fun experiences for both coaches, players, and, uh, and fans. So let me let me ask you a couple quick questions here. If I if I could jump in, sure. first of all, beyond the kids on campus, who really is your your fan base? Because you know a lot of St. A's folks come from out of state, and when they graduate, they go back sure. to where they came from. So I don't know how big a body of alumni you have in the area, but what's your fan base? And uh, you know, coming from Boston College, where people often complained that the school held its athletes to a higher academic standard than others in whatever division they were in. And it put BC at a competitive disadvantage. Do you experience that up at St. A's where, um, you know, you're, you're up against a lot of colleges who maybe either aren't as academically challenging or are somewhat more permissive with their athletes and their standards and how they help them uh, meet the uh, NCAA minimums, uh, you know, to, to play? Yeah, I'll address the first part of the question. The you know the alumni base is still fairly young. I mean, we, we brought football back in '99, so that, uh, that that's a young a young alumni base. Uh, and I continue to bring those guys back to campus and, and continue to to uh, you know foster those connections and um, um, you know build for the future in that sense. And uh, you know the 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 campus community, our teachers, our families. Um, you know we've had uh, we've had a very good showing at our at our and we haven't had many home games. This is only our second home game this year. We have six on the road and and four at home. So um, so we're we're gauging uh, uh, it's just how our schedule worked out. We're you know we gauge a good crowd uh, this weekend and uh, just having fun and, and having a great experience and playing uh, quality college football. And the second part of the question is uh, yes, we are the highest academic school in this league. And if people want to debate me on it, they can. They can go look at the, the statistics. And um, does it hamper some recruiting? Yes and no, because, um, you know, it's a very select group of, of people that we can look at that uh, that can do well academically here, you know. And uh, I look at this model very much like the uh, the Duke and Northwestern of Division Two world. And, 
you know, so it, it's a different recipe for success than maybe it would be at any other place in the, in the league, but or any other place in Division Two for that matter. But um, we uh, we look at it as a great challenge, and we look at it as as just it's a little bit more difficult, and it requires a little bit more time and effort uh, to recruit, just because we have to find exactly what we're looking for. All right, Coach, with that, we're going to have to leave it because we are out of time. Uh, the Hawks are playing, is it this weekend, homecoming? Yep, yep, uh, versus Assumption. Good luck, Coach. All right, and uh, Jimmy. Yeah, appreciate it. That's uh, Coach uh, Joe Adam of the uh, St. Anselm Football Hawks. Coach Jimmy Lozon, you're up against Alvern this weekend. You home or away? Home. You're home, all right. They might call a whiteout. It's a blizzard in Londonderry. <laughs> determines whether or not they clinch all right we appreciate your uh bringing coach adam on this morning and as always we appreciate seeing you every thursday sounds good thank good you. luck friday night all right we're going to take a break well, no, we're going to take a break for station id stay tuned for the news